Hi, I'm Danny, and I've been a bartender in Las Vegas for the past 24 years. Over those years, I've heard a ton of great stories from fellow bartenders and Las Vegas workers. So I'll be your host as we listen in while they share their stories. This is Tales from Vegas. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Tales from Vegas. Thank you guys for joining us here again. I have another uh, great guest here. Um, my guest here is a person that um, I worked with at the casino. He's no longer at the casino I'm at now. He's in a, in a different place. Uh, this gentleman, though, who's named Josh. Say hi, Josh. Hi, Josh. Oh, very nice. Uh, this gentleman um, is one of the funniest motherfuckers I know. Now, it's not just things he says, but to me, his whole demeanor and everything... Always makes me laugh. So every time I see Josh, I, I love it because I, I, I'm always, it's always, I'm always in court for a good time, you know. And I know Josh is always amused with himself too, and he should be because he's, he's a funny guy, he's a great guy, and everything. Um, so interesting, Josh, man. Hey, Josh, how you doing today? I'm great, Danny. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. I know, I'm no problem, man. Thanks for coming on. You're uh, definitely one of the interesting and, and fun personalities, the kind of people that I like to have on, on the show here. And you always have great stories. And, and like I said, uh, you're just a, a funny motherfucker, as I'd like to say. I appreciate that. But yeah. work in grave, you gotta, you got to be able to, uh, you know, carry, carry a conversation sometimes right. one way. You know, uh, you'd be uh, versed, jack of all trades, master of none, be versed in a lot of conversations. So. Right. He's yeah. someone actually actually working in the graveyard. He works. Yeah, he's a he's a more true man. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, work midnight to eight a.m. That's uh, that common Vegas yes. lingo for shifts. You know, so yeah. And, and so with your shift there now, obviously it's not the ideal situation. But I mean, you are you good with it? Are you okay with it? Or how is it going with with, with grave? Well, with most things, it's more or less you make do with the situation. There's 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 upsides and downsides to you know any shift. Um, I've never been a morning person, right. so uh, Me neither, I would no. rather I would rather wake up at ten thirty at night to get ready to go to work. You know what? I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel you. Yeah, getting up at like six thirty in the morning oh. it doesn't matter. It's just oh, something about it you just never you never get used to. Uh, and I've had to adapt to doing less sleep, but I also have a lot less oversight. I, you know, I don't have, you know, managers, you know, micromanaging me mm. for the most part. Cause to be honest with you, I mean, you think about what we do for a living, you don't really need a man, a manager. Right. All they really need to do yeah. is, you know, put the orders in and copy and paste a schedule. That's about it. Yeah, they don't have true. a whole lot of input as to what you do in your day-to-day -day operations. Right. It's not really like they're, they're going to dictate much on that. So on graveyard, I have even less than that. But then again, you have those hours, right. and mm -hmm. it, it, it eats a lot of people up. Yeah, it, it does. It's it not does. for everybody. Yeah, and you get you got to be careful. A lot of grave people, you end up, you know, <laughs> getting off work. You, you drink a bunch. Yeah, uh, a lot of grave people drink a lot, or they <laughs> piss all their money away. Yeah, so yeah, you're right. That's you funny. know, you got to you got to you got to reel it in every now and then. And hey, I've I've gone through my phases right. of doing that too. Right, so right. Don't, exactly. don't get me wrong. I know the pitfalls. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so now, um, so the place right now is not in a, in, a, in a major casino like our casino. So it's like on a smaller place. Is, is there a huge difference from? Uh, Working grave on like in a big casino that that you know that I work at, or compared to where you're at now, like a smaller place, or is it kind of more or less the same? Um, the the basics are more or less the same, but the only I, I don't want to say the only, but uh, 
A big difference is is that you know you're expected to bring a certain level of business yeah. into a place, whereas uh, when you're in a major yeah. casino, they don't they don't worry about that. And then right. also. Um, the scrutiny that you're under for that business and how um, you know how you have people in there, and it, a lot of it is less is more. You, okay. I, I, I'm where I'm at. I'm better off having four or five really great people than having a bar full of people gotcha. because you know you don't want to have anybody detracting from anything you got going on. Right. It's weird because when you live outside of this city um, and you're you're working in a bar, it's all it's all retail. Basically all, yeah. you know, transactions that result in an exchange of, you know, a form of payment in exchange for drinks and food. Right. And of course there is some of that, but the bulk of my business as well as yours yeah. is is comps. It's yeah. people that, that play hundreds, yeah. if not thousands of dollars. Right. And that's the only reason that the doors are kept open. So it's yeah. different than any other bar you're ever going to go to anywhere in America. Right. Yeah, I mean, there right. are no graveyard bartenders anywhere else in America because everything's true. closed. Ah, yeah, you're right. You, you know what I mean? Right. My job doesn't even exist. It, right. it exists. The, like 95% of graveyard bartenders in the world exist in Clark County. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So. <laughs> I never thought about that, but yeah, you're, you're totally right. Yeah, because no, every other place, it, it, everything closes down. There's the last call and, and people, you know, shuffled out of the building and stuff. But yeah, you're right. You're open all night and 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 you got a huge amount of money coming in because you still have some big players and stuff that are, that are, are wandering through. And I, I think sometimes too, when people um, think about Vegas and Graveyard, they don't realize sometimes you have some huge players that come in and can dump a shitload of money in there so they're thinking like, man, you're only making a few drinks. You're like, I, I might be making a few drinks. My comps, which is part of your sales, is, is through the roof because I still got people coming in and playing and stuff. So, Right, yeah. That, that's a different aspect of, of Vegas compared to like basically anywhere else that has, doesn't have gaming on the bar, basically. That, that's our bulk of our, of our, like my bar, you know, that's, I don't do a lot of cash sales. It's all comps, basically. But that's, that's how they get the money, basically. Oh, yeah, it's, it's crazy. Somebody comes in at like 3.30 and they're like, yeah, can I get a beer? And then you know, when I look at a menu, it's like, so you just want yeah, you just want food, food? <laughs> weirdo? <laughs> Who's this creep? <laughs> get my cook. Hey, get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> get the cook from back. Like, hey, you keep an eye on this guy. You know, <laughs> he just ordered a beer and some food. Like, oh, <laughs> I'm going to take a picture of his ID. He might be a serial murderer or something. I don't know what's going on yeah. with him. Yeah. <laughs> but that's what you know. But you're right, though. It is weird when they come in and they're not playing. You're like. All right, creep, get out of here. We don't want your kind in here, buddy. <laughs> well, well, and, it, and, it, and it is interesting because Vegas is so uh, unique in, in in a lot of way. I mean, you think about how many people come here and uh, they, they they move here and they go, "Well, I'll just stay for a couple of years, or I'll just yeah. be here for a short time." And the next thing you know, they're here for decades. You know, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. in that boat. Right. And, yeah, that's uh, funny. <laughs> there's certain things that you may see as like a negative but because it's a 24-hour town mm -hmm. everything is so convenient yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. so like the user this is the most user-friendly town in the world yeah like you can get anything you want at any time and it's interesting you like you, you okay for example where i work we sell like you can get a pizza Right. anytime you yeah. got a pizza the other night yeah and yes it, i did it was yeah decent pizza yeah it's really pizza. good yeah i love but, it. like you wouldn't necessarily go out of your way to go get pizza there because you would go to a pizza place right the same way that like you know you yeah. might have you you might have you know uh 
the best sushi place in town. Yeah. Like maybe the one of the best in the world. Yeah. And it's right next to your house. You say, hey, you know, you got to bring, bring the, yeah. the wife over. You got to go you know, check out this this uh, sushi place. It's amazing. Right. You know? And I'd be like, well, let's see here. How far? Ten minutes? No, yeah. It's, yeah. it's too far. Because the yeah. sushi place yeah. it's down right the story. street from yes. my house has to be a certain yeah. level of quality just right. to stay in business because there's so much competition. You're right, yes. So nobody, exactly. so you, nobody ever leaves their neighbor. I have no. friends that live in North Vegas. And for yeah. people that don't live here, it's about 30 minutes from where I'm at. Mm. So they live 30 minutes away. Yeah. I have friends that live in other states that yeah. fly here yeah. that I see more, more than, than friends them. in North Vegas. Like, like somebody lives yeah. in Summerlin. Like, dude, Abe, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. You need to move to where I live. What yeah, because I'm not going down there. And then they're, they're the same vice versa. They're like, well, I'm not going down there. Right. They're like, what time is it over there? You know, like, <laughs> it's winter here. What, what season is it over there? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, but, it, and because of that, you know, I mean, you, yeah. you end up seeing a lot of the same people too. Yeah, it's true. Because everybody goes to the places that are closest to their house. I mean, you, you've dealt with it for years. How oh, many yeah. people have you heard? Coming into your bar, they go, I don't even know why I come here. I yeah, never yeah. win. I'm going to yeah, stop yeah, exactly. coming here. Like, yeah, no, you won't. Like, no, exactly. And, and as messed up <laughs> as it sounds, it's like, no, this is the place that's this closest been... to your house that you can have a few cocktails yeah. and still make it home. Exactly. Yeah. As sad as that is, right. that's the reality. Because no, you know, right everywhere, more or less, is going to have the same things. It's not like, you know, your video poker, your Kino is dramatically different from mine. Right. Or any it's other all place. This, exactly. You know, which... It is fine, but that also makes it to where you go to the place that's convenient and you go to the place that you like the people. So that's where you can gain your advantage is by making this more of a people business. You're right. Yeah, you're right about that. And I know it's so funny you mentioned that because we are so spoiled here about going anywhere. Or if you were living to L.A., you, you kind of have to go places because everything's kind of spread out. But here, everything's such... With usually within a five mile radius, if it kind of goes outside of that, and even five miles might be pushing it sometimes, you're like, "Where is it? At? Uh, never mind, I'm not gonna go." I, yeah, I, I grew up. Some. I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up. I grew up uh, in St. Louis area. Yeah. And my parents, until they retired, commuted. You know, usually anywhere between 35 and 60 miles to work wow. one one way. One way. Every, every single day, it was just because you had the suburbs. Yeah. And where a lot of population centers were, and then you had areas more or less of commerce, yeah, where people worked. And here That's it's nice. totally different. I work eight miles yeah. from from my work, right, and. That's like about as far as I'm that's willing to like, well, hold on here. Like 10, 10 yeah. minutes, that seems yeah. a little excessive here. <laughs> I got a backpack going to go to work, goddammit. <laughs> to have a survival kit. Yeah, survival kit. <laughs> that's funny. So you bring up, um, so let's go and you bring up, uh, you're from St. Louis originally. That's where, that's where you're born and everything? Yeah. Yeah. All right. And uh, your, your mom and dad still there? Or are they still there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my mom lives, um, she actually lives on the Illinois side of uh, the, the river in St. Louis there. Okay. So she lives over in Illinois, and my dad lives in some little, tiny little community in yeah. Missouri, like probably 40 miles outside of St. Louis. So they're, yeah. they're spread really far apart. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, they're, they're all back there. I got a, I got a, but my the rest of my family spread out. Another one of my sisters lives in like Springfield, Illinois. The other one lives in mm. Delaware. My brother oh, lives wow. in the San Francisco Bay Area. Oh, so, you yeah. guys, yeah, you guys are everywhere. We're all then. over the place, yeah. Right. So, so you said when, when you guys, uh, when you, so now uh, Josh's wife Alicia also works at the casino with us, and um, so I'll, I'll tell a story. When I, I remember when when you two guys, you guys started about the, the same time, basically, right? 
Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, within weeks of each within other. Within weeks. Yeah. So we, the Irish bar I used to work at, the one where we had, you know, Darby O'Gale used to play at. Um, I remember when you guys first came in and stuff, and you guys walked in together, you know, couple coming in i think she started as a, as a waitress at first or mm-hmm. yeah. okay and she's a bartender now she so guys came in and i, and I looked at both you guys put, came in i looked at both of you guys and i'm like man some ugly motherfuckers <laughs> uh, yeah no <laughs> no i'm just joking quite the opposite by the way these guys were a good look it looked like a power couple you guys coming in um you know it, it i don't want to say take it back but just both you guys coming in it was really like oh cool it's you know it's a um a couple coming in at once and, and bartender, you know, and, and a waitress and she, your wife is great and you were awesome and coming in and stuff. So, I mean, you guys came in. Now, was that when you guys started there, was it, you guys just arrived in Vegas or you'd been here for a while and then you came to work at the casino? No, we had just, we had just arrived in Vegas. So, okay. um, we met, um, in, uh, St. Louis. She was, I was actually working at another casino back there. Right. Uh, it was at the time it was a Harrah's casino in St. Louis and they had a voodoo lounge there. They have a voodoo lounge here at Rio. Yeah, I think it's, yeah. yeah. Uh, But uh, I I worked there back, you know, just as 15, 16 years ago, something like that. Yeah. And uh, I met her. She was actually in town working on a show. She was the lead singer and production manager of this dance show they had in um, in uh, in the casino yeah. in in St. Louis. Okay. So I That's met cool. her. I met her there, and then we lived there for about a year, and then moved to San Diego. So we lived in Southern California for uh. a year and a half, two years, and then we moved here. So that was like January, February of two thousand eight. Yeah. So we've been here like fourteen years now. Okay. I can't believe it's been that much that long already. Oh shit. I know. Yeah. So when now, so what made you guys move over uh, over here to Vegas, basically? So her family. Yeah. lives here so okay. her mom lives here both her sisters um uh brother-in-law wilkie yeah okay. so so they all lived here and then um at the time uh you remember nikki yes. was uh the oh, one of the right. managers so family friend yeah. so she got us in the door gotcha so it was, it was one of those things and vegas is very it's a lot like that in that like you know somebody somebody usually you have to know to get your foot in the door just because i mean if you look at like how the hiring process is a lot of times it's a mm-hmm. you know they're pulling a bunch of applications out of a stack especially now yeah. because it's all online oh yeah, yeah so it's just you have a, a huge queue of you know yeah. online applications it's almost like, by luck then yeah at that yeah, point right but you know i always say like you know who you know might get your foot in the door but who you are keeps you there yeah so you know, okay that's, that's why, true that's why she's been a model employee and you know yeah you right, know, she's she, there for that long, you know. So right. it's a testament to that. Oh, that's cool. So yeah, and he talked about uh, Nikki being there. And I remember that's right. You guys came in because there was a at that time. I remember there was a bunch of you guys came in. So you and there was um, a few other people. I don't remember if Wilkie came in at that time or Wilkie, Wilkie was ahead of us. Okay, he, so he, he just, started at like Texas Station. Okay, like, like maybe two thousand six or something like that. Right, and then once his football career was over, then he went over to uh, right. So, yeah. okay. And I know we we have I've mentioned Wilkie before on on, on the show, and Wilkie's a nice uh, NFL player, really big guy, really nice, great guy. Wilkie, and he has a, a nice uh, uh, food truck that he's out here. Uh, Wilkie's a jerk chicken, is it? Is yeah, yeah. He goes yeah. out to Cornerstone Park Cornerstone every Park. Tuesday between uh, ten a.m. and two p.m. Right, he goes out there. It's really good. Actually, me and Josh just had it right before we came in here, and it's it's awesome, by the way. So um, you guys check it out there. But Wilkie was a, a bartender with us there too, so he had the connection with them. And then, with, and there's Hi, Alicia. 
Hi. <laughs> <laughs> she is. Um, so Nikki hired Wilkie. Yeah, I knew. Texas. Yeah. Yeah, I knew that. So Nikki also brought Wilkie in. That's okay. when he got his foot in the door at Texas Station. Okay. Yeah. And that's and the, all right. That's cool. I mean, it just it, it just kind of fell together perfectly. So so you guys came in and, and everything was fine. And I remember one I. Think I remember you worked with us, Josh, at that Irish bar for one St. Patrick's Day. If I remember, oh yeah, right. that first one was yeah. insane. It was yeah. insane, and you know, and before then, I was working. I think day shift. I had just recently gone to swing, and I was still wasn't used to being hit that hard as you know with with guests. And I remember talking to you at the time. I said, "Oh man, this is brutal," and you're like, "I fucking love this. This is fucking awesome and cool." And the good thing about that, and I don't know if you know this, you had me look at my work in the, the business a different way brother I don't know if you ever knew that and you had you kind of reset me on how I should look at it because you were just loving it you did you were loving it. like this is fucking awesome and you were serving the girls and you're dishing stuff out and I looked at myself I'm like yeah why am I bitching about it this is what I want this is what I want to do this is the this is the fun time I should have after then you know maybe just getting ready for the actual St. Patrick's Day but when I got into it I started enjoying it I started enjoying the busyness on it and so if anything I don't know if you ever had that impact on me that you got me to look I at didn't know. being busy I never t- I, I never told anybody but you had me kind of switch my thinking over like you know what what the fuck is wrong with me yeah th- this is well, what I look forward to man. it's it's interesting cuz like I, I I try I don't I don't ever want to be busy now. no 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 right but, <laughs> but, it, but it, it's, it's one of those me. things though is that if if you get if you have the confluence of things going on at, at, at the same time where you're able to be busy and making money but you yeah. don't but you feel like um, you feel like the work you're doing is commensurate to what's coming across the bar as far as money right you know right, right. yeah and exactly that, and that everybody's having a good time then it's fun right if it's fun and you're working with fun people because right. I think it was like you, you it was myself it was you Max was there I think uh, Mike was there yeah um, and then uh, at the time I think um, uh, Danny Cervantes was working with us yeah, that day yeah. my friend Brian Klein was yeah, working yeah. with us Brian was there and, yeah, yeah. And, and everybody was having a good time yes. and at that point when when you, when everybody's having fun and you know your guests are having fun with you and there's a good back and forth and right. yeah, everybody's making money that's as good as it gets yeah, you're right that's as good as it gets in the business and you get to have fun and feel like you're having yes. a sense of accomplishment, right? You know, and it's it, and it's totally spot on. And, and like I said, I, I didn't for some reason I just didn't look at it until you told me that. It, it made me step back and like, holy shit, he's fucking right. This is and like you said, everything you said was exactly wrong. True, it kind of hit me like a like a ton of bricks. Like, the hell's wrong with me? Yeah, of course he's fucking right. So it, it, it made me switch on the way when I get busy now that I kind of I kind of like it. You and know, you, you get in a groove, and when you're interacting with people right. and you're having fun and you're able to laugh and joke. Yeah, that's how I was because when I worked at um, I worked at a, a pool on the on the strip, and um, it was really uh, it was a lot of fun uh, because yeah, you were busy, but I also like had great people that i worked with right and and, and that, that's huge it's it's like one and one makes three right right yeah you know um to where having that fun makes it more fun and then yeah. more fun on top of that and then the guests all see that and they right. feed oh off yeah it. they love it when they're having fun they love that right? yeah and, and so that's that's the whole thing and then, and then uh the one thing that i would say about uh the casino that we worked at is that there's a great crew of a lot of great people that work there that yeah. make it right. what it is. Because I've worked it. at other places, and they've had just absolutely toxic and Miserable fucks, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And, and I get it, you know, but yeah. at the same time, like, you, you, you do need to take a step back every now and then and just say, hey, man. Recheck yourself. Hey, man. you check yourself say, hey, man, 
leave that shit at the door. And right. nobody needs to thank you for doing your fucking job. No. It, it, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. if you don't like it, dude, there's doors all over the yeah, place. Right, there's yeah. a bright sign that says exit. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you're right about that. And you're right about the way that the, the customers can... They, they feel that. And then you, so if you put that out there, they're like, oh man, this kind of sucks. But if you're having fun, you're going out there and you're, you're just, you don't even have to be doing interacting that much, but they can tell that you're having a good time and things are going on. They're going to enjoy themselves and they're going to come in and do it. You know, nobody wants to be around a fucking miserable fucking bartender. They're going to be like, fuck this guy. Like you said, there's a, a thousand other bars in this, you know, in this casino that I can go to. The, 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 and, and then when you're around, when you're around that fun environment, it kind of washes out, you yeah. know, the the stick in the mud, yeah, or the or the wannabe tough guy, yeah. because <laughs> nobody else likes that. No, no, and they get they get they get drowned out by laughter, yes. people smiling, having a good time, right? And it's just it's it's it's, it's like societal climate con- uh, not, uh, quality control, yeah, quality control. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. To where it's like this turd just gets drowned out, <laughs> like you know, none of the yeah. girls are talking to me, sitting there yeah, angry yeah, in a, a real, corner, real, like real, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they usually they eventually they just walk away or something. Yeah, you know. Or sometimes they, they turn and they, they go they, walk away and yeah. pick a fight or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> those are the those yeah. are the maniacs of society roaming out there. Right. Savages. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so when you were working at our, at our casino, I don't remember, did you ever have a, a set shift there? Were you... Uh, uh, actually, uh, for the last probably two and a half years, maybe... Um, maybe three and a half years. I think it was like three and a half years. I worked graveyard. Okay. And uh, but that that was a that was a I worked like midnight to eight ish now. Yeah, yeah. And that was a one to nine, and that's really tough. That, that here, makes this, a difference. This is like the suburbs. So yeah. like that's way different than like I worked yeah. a I worked a two to ten graveyard shift on oh. the on the strip. Yeah. And that was, but that was like busier because it's a strip. Yeah, you're, you're right in the mid, dead center of the Las Vegas Strip. Just right. by you know chance, right. you're gonna have more people out. Right, it's around. where the tourists and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And where the casino we're at now is, is is a local place. You know, but, but, right. You're right. It's not that. It's just not that kind of party. You know right. what I mean? We we have a lot of uh, really great people, outstanding yeah. clientele, but it's uh, and I do look, work roughly in the same area about a mile away yeah, it's just not um, you don't get the overabundance it, or the, but, yeah. right but uh you know you have a, a, a clientele of of an older clientele that's usually you know they're not out at two o'clock in the morning right right, right. so yeah. i kind of have to be a niche and find you know the people my that, my people my time and you know you, you make friends with everybody in the neighborhood right. more or less that's, that's kind of how it is and it's all about quality right quantity so so which is good. so with, with, with your bar now or in, or i guess even in the casino we're at you know i guess it'd be a lot of times industry people that we see at graveyard would you see that a lot or oh yeah yeah, yeah that's just, that's that's most of it and that's like yeah. the bread and butter of, right. and those are great people because they're all in the business and they all and and, and they appreciate and they know what we're going through basically because they cause oh, work yeah. the same thing as yeah. And, and, and like you said, so, you know, we were talking about, you know, whenever you're able to be busy and interacting with people and all that and, uh, you know, feeding off of that and having fun in where I'm at now, it's not necessarily like that. I don't push a lot of product across the bar. I right. don't, I don't, I'm not generally what you would consider busy. I mean, I might run around a little bit here yeah. and there because I got a whole restaurant. Yeah. But for the most part, it's different, and you have to frame things differently. For here, the as good as it gets is when your friends come in and they win money. 
Or, no, or you go, go just like when you go see your friends. Yeah. You go see your friends, and that's the one thing that's crazy and unique about Vegas is that, um, you know, like you and I, we're just average middle class people. Like, I can't yeah. walk in and just tip somebody five hundred, seven hundred, yeah. eight hundred $800. <laughs> you can't just do that. No, it, you know it, what I mean? Yeah, exactly. But, but when you win, you know, thousands of dollars mm -hmm. and you get to like see your friend yeah. or like somebody that's like you know family right you, 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 get to, you just dude it's like dropping a 13 inch cock on the yeah. bar he's like three hundred dollars <laughs> boom what's up <laughs> and they're loving it yeah, oh yeah i mean it's because you know that like because you know them it feels yes. good to do oh, that. It people great. that don't people that don't like to tip i don't get it you're like a sociopath especially yeah, right. especially <laughs> if it's like something simple like like you know you grab three beers and you can't throw somebody like three or five bucks it's like yeah like you you will sacrifice three dollars yeah, for someone right. else to hate you right. I mean, what is wrong with you I know. what is going on <laughs> so, I, think like, I don't know why you don't right. love that so like that's the different side of it is the gaming so that like it's it's cool when right. you know you can win or your friends win and yeah. everybody's making money it'd be like if you were at the grocery oh, store yeah. you get ready to check out you know and you're yeah. like oh, i gotta buy these groceries 400 bucks like yeah. nah Take yeah. his card and throw four hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. you're helping them out, or you're yeah. getting them, their kids, you know, you know, t-ball like, yeah, yeah. lessons or yeah. whatever. I don't know, you lessons for t-ball. Yeah. <laughs> Some kids do, man. <laughs> no, no, you don't eat the tea, son. Don't eat the tea. <laughs> uh, damn it. <laughs> All right, next we're gonna try soccer here. <laughs> That's fun. Yeah. So what so now? Besides Bar right now, working at the casino, what were some of the famous, uh, famous, um, your favorite places to work on the, on, the, on the bar? What places did you like working on those bars? Or, or um, You know, I, I liked working at the casino with you. That was, that was fun. Yeah. Um, I, was, I was on grave for a long time. And, yeah. uh, they had a lot of things going on, and there was a lot of changes, and I actually took a pretty substantial hit, like a pay cut mm -hmm. hit. So yeah. I... I I made some moves, but uh, working in town here, uh, like I said, I worked at a pool. I actually worked at a pool at the uh, Cosmopolitan. Nice. And uh, at the time, I think they just got bought out, so I don't know what it's like for them now. But at right. the time, uh, there was a really good management structure. Everything was run well. The people were really good. And uh, I felt like I was surrounded by really, um, really great, uh, competent people and uh, that were good at their jobs but didn't take themselves too seriously. Oh, good. They had a lot of fun. Yeah. And it is a different thing, uh, I will say, working outside at a resort pool than it is in even oh, a resort okay. setting inside a casino because really? when you take out the context of, you know, dark, smoky casino or, yeah. you know, any part of the casino like that, and the money aspect, because there is a flip side. You know, we talk about winning money, but yeah. the more often than not is losing money. Yeah. And exactly. knowing, hey, you know, this guy's in a couple thousand dollars. Right. Like, handle him with kid gloves. Right, exactly. When his drink's right. empty, give him another one, but don't, yeah. you know, he doesn't want to be messed with. Right, exactly. He I get it, that's fine. Yeah. But out at, the, out at the pool, everybody's there to have a good time. 
Like, there's nobody, there's no curmudgeons. Out. Right, there's no like, right. there's no like Charles Grodin in a full suit, like uh, sitting, <laughs> sitting at the end of a, the uh, I don't know, it's so hot out here. Like, put a swimsuit on, buddy. Come on. Do a cannonball. I swear you'll love it. But, but you know, it was, it was a great environment to work in for that reason. And yeah. also the, the, my fellow team members were amazing at what they did. So I always had a fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, and, that, yeah. And, and, and everyone was, every was there because they wanted to be there. Right. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Included. They were there to have fun, like you said. You know and I think about that. You're right. They, they yeah. had a different mindset. All the, your guests going in. So obviously it puts you in a different mindset because, yeah, man, this is a fucking blast. Oh, it really was. Yeah. And, you know, just that energy and everything. And then, you know, you're right dead center on the Las Vegas Strip, one of the best views of the city. There we go. It was, it was a great time. Yeah. yeah. And it was a good company to work for. And uh, TDR was amazing. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh yeah, dude. It's so, a team team member dining rooms. And now it, it's uh, usually for the layman. For yeah. the layman, <laughs> um, it, it can be iffy sometimes. Some places, but that place over there was really good, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. You know, it wasn't like a free for all, like no. you know, where you could have like three plates of food. <laughs> three, I'd rather have like sure one plate of something yeah. really good right. than like three plates of like pure slop that you get at some places. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Which, hey, you know, I can tell you, it, it's hot and it's free. There you go. And that's exactly. pretty much a lot of places across town. Right. So, yeah. you know, it's it's not nothing, but... Uh, that's true. Some places leave a little bit to be desired. Yeah, a little bit. Some places are like an so afterthought, basically, right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so, and I like how you said... Um, and then we talked about management beforehand, but you mentioned having competent management and not... Like you said, sometimes they don't, we don't do too much, but it makes a huge difference when you got a, a, a good management team that knows how to do it, that doesn't sweat the small stuff, that doesn't... Uh, and has your it. back. Has yeah. your back is the biggest thing and, for And us. understands that, like, you know, especially when you're when you're surrounded by other, you know, grown adults, because, I mean, trust me, there's plenty of, you know... Yeah. Uh, <laughs> plenty of neophytes that get into this line of work, but right. most of the people we work around, we're all grown adults. Yeah. We got, we got families, we got mortgages. Right, exactly. like, we're not there, we're not right. there fucking around. Right. Um, yeah, we need to work. And, yeah, and so... It's nice to have a manager that realizes, like, no, this guy really just, uh, I opened it and the guy never paid for his $8 Bud Light. Yeah. And no, I'm not trying to get fired over an $8 Bud Light. Right, right. Is it, yeah, yeah I, I'm not on my way. Like, exactly. like, you don't have to, like, have this whole, like, narrative dialogue, you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like, you know, like, I got to come up with some, like, crazy story, so, yeah. like, the so the skies ninja, were angry that day. The ninjas came in <laughs> after fighting off the ninjas. <laughs> and I had forgotten about it. I forgot about it, uh, yeah. And at that point, I knew it just Godzilla wasn't... Godzilla came through, and then I was running around, I couldn't help it. Yeah, no, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's it's good to have management that, yeah, you're right, doesn't smell this off. They're like, okay, yeah, cool. It has your back on everything, you know, especially with, like, a, a guest and everything. Yes. You know, it's just like when a guest gets angry and you're like, look, um, I know how to uh, talk to the manager before you do mm-hmm. and make it sound like you're an idiot so that they'll take my side anyways. Yeah, so yeah right, right. Yeah. We'll go ahead and do this. Let me go have yeah. a five minute conversation. Yeah. Let me it. just tamper with this jury real yeah, quick yeah. and then bring them out and like <laughs> throw the case out. <laughs> Where did the judge come from? What the hell? <laughs> The gavel, you're, you're guilty. Like, I didn't even say nothing yet. The judge is consoling him. Uh. Hey, look, it's Judge Judy. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, all right, brother. You know, I want to do right now. I want to take a little break, and then we'll come back, and uh, let's continue here with Josh. Uh, all right, guys, we'll be back in a little bit. 
Hey guys, this is Mr. Buttermilk from the Pimp Gimp Shrimp Show, and I'm interrupting your schedule program to tell you about a podcast hosted by three amigos who weekly sit down in a dimly lit garage and at a table most likely bought at a garage sale, where we focus on conversations and rants, movies, shows, video games, and life experiences. And yeah, I know, I know, it sounds like every other podcast out there, but we're different. What makes us different? One of us is actually an alien who's been living among us for 30 years. Dude, what the hell? You're not supposed to tell my secret, bro. What's going on? Hey, Smelly, I didn't tell anyone that you were the alien. All I said was that one of us is an alien. And it's not like I gave away scrap metal secret where he wears his girlfriend's clothes at home when no one's around. Hey, okay, I guess I guess I oversee my welcome, guys. But uh, catch us on the Pimp Gim Shrimp Show where uh, we have a good time and I'll see you there. And welcome back, everybody. We're still here with Mr. Josh. Um, so, Joshy, we're talking a little bit here about you working in the pool and stuff. And it's got me thinking, like, uh, so the pool season, when you guys were working that, what, what is that, how far did that go into when you guys started working? So when you got called for the pool for Cosmopolitan, what, what was the, the you, time? Because it's not be, year-round, basically. No, no, no. Beginning of the season starts, um, be, be, Maybe beginning of March, and it's like slow build okay. up until maybe the middle of April, and then it picks up from middle of April all the way through to uh, probably about the end of September. It's okay. really, I mean, you get a little bit in October, like like this year right now, yeah. um, I'm sure they don't still have the pool open, but right. um, we're very fortunate with the weather. Today's November 16th, and it's probably 75 degrees outside. Yeah, yeah we're, so, we're not wearing any jackets or nothing. Yeah, no, no, no it's, yeah. it's nice outside. We were just at the park earlier today. Um, but that 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 varies from year to year. One year we had, it was like 90 degrees on St. Patrick's Day. It was yeah, like the warmest. Yeah. It was like oh, the was warmest yeah. it, it, anywhere in the country in Vegas that day. Right. Two days later, it was like overcast and like forty-eight degrees. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, what the yeah. hell? Yeah, <laughs> that, and that's Vegas for you. That's it. Welcome to Vegas. Yeah, so. that, that happens. But you know, um, so no, but around about March to like September, October, uh, and, uh, is it like do they? So I, so I just don't know how they they schedule that. So they they say, hey, September is the end, or do they wait to see what the weather's like, or is it like uh, they, they 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 kind of see play it by ear? And, okay. So uh, it's not like a set thing. Like, hey, September, you're out at the end of September. No, right? but okay. usually you you get the the, That's the gist the, of it because yeah. once they start, you know, once more or less once guests stop coming out all that much, then they like, start to do it because it's like, all right, we're not going to schedule, you know. 10 people to work out here to stand okay. around. You know what I mean? Right. So. I know talking to um, some other people who work at the pool, they said, so your busiest time usually is when you guys first open up, right, the pool? like Or like oh, yeah. when the winter sales first come in and then it kind of just dwindles off a bit towards towards the end? or, or? Well, I mean, it stays busy throughout the summer. And okay. then usually once, you know, most people start sending their kids back to school, like end of August, mm. September, it does slow down a little bit. Right. You don't have a ton of, of locals there. Yeah. Um, it's mostly just all tourists. Okay. So yeah, that, that type of place. But we get a lot of, we get a lot of people from, um, uh, like Great Britain and, oh, okay. um, and also from uh, Australia, a lot of Australians. Oh, really? Them. Okay. Because now, you know, this is the thing about Vegas is if you don't realize, I mean, some people do just how crazy expensive it is. And for a domestic location for most people, I mean, it's so crazy expensive to come here. You think about, yeah. you know, just how much everything costs, like, yeah. Honestly, the way it works, the only people that can really afford to come here are Europeans. Yeah. So yeah, I, right. honestly, yeah. I think the future of, of <laughs> Las Vegas on the Strip, at least, is going to have to be autocrat. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, know, I guess. Yeah, not, it's not like us. Like, it, it's yeah. You go it's, go work down there for a couple of days. You'll get get a rude yeah, awakening. Yeah, yeah no, I'm okay. I mean? <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Grab 15 drinks for me. Leave you three bucks, and yeah, they'll yeah. just like look at you like, hey, remember me? Yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, hey, I'm yeah. gonna remember oh, you yeah, for yeah. all the wrong reasons. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? Like, I yeah. remember you for the same reason why I remember Charles Manson. Like, yeah. <laughs> and you remember what he looked you like? Uh, yeah, insane yeah. eyes. You know, got a uh, swastika carved into his forehead. Pretty recognizable. Yeah. Sort of dude, yeah, yeah, yeah. three dollar tipping motherfucker, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's funny, yeah. <laughs> so that's that's the whole different thing, and it is a wildly different experience working down there versus working in the suburbs where we're at. You know what I mean? Like, right. we used to have um, just I mean, you'd have random celebrities you'd see, like you know, just that's other guy because uh, Wilkie worked in High Limit in one of the places we were at, and oh, I was okay. sitting there, and it was uh, it was New Year's Eve. And uh, I look out there, and I'm, I'm like, holy shit, is that James Harden? Oh, really? So James Harden had been playing for the, he was still with the Rockets Okay. at the time. I think he might, he's still with the Rockets. But uh, he had a game at Madison Square Garden that night. Uh-huh. Dropped a triple-double at the Garden. Took a private jet, because of time change. Yeah. Flew into Vegas, and this was probably like, one o'clock in the morning. He's really? sitting there he's rolling the dice. He was wow. there with like I think Chris Bosch was with him. And yeah, everything. oh really? Yeah, you're just walking around. <laughs> it's weird. weird seeing someone that you see on TV like just right. in front of you like that, and you don't realize how many people that you never see that are six seven. Right. Holy it's shit. like holy shit, it's a monster. Oh, yeah, he's he's a shooting guard. And yeah. Then, and then Chris Bosch was with him, and he was like six eleven. You're like Jesus Christ. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like statistically, you're talking about like the yes. like you know like probably the couple. Tallest people in the world, you know right. what I mean? Yeah. And it's, exactly. it's insane. Like, like, you see him walking around. You know, right. they don't see him walking around Vaughn. So, yeah. <laughs> and so, obviously, if you go and look at him and you're like, man, I feel tiny next to this guy. Yeah. Because, I mean, like you said, it's 6'11. And yeah. I always say, welcome to my world, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> If people don't know me, I am a shorter man, so that's why I sell. Yeah, welcome to my every fucking day. So well, anyway. it's not like freakishly short. No, no, it's, no. It's, yes. it's not like, shh, here he comes. <laughs> <laughs> don't stare. <laughs> this time, don't put your drink on his head. No, I thought it was a table. I didn't know. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not that short, but that's funny. funny. But yeah, it, and, and it's sometimes I know... Uh, a few times I saw some, um, you know, football players, and like you said, you don't realize when you see them in person, you're like, that is a massive human being. Like, what the hell? So it, it is, it's, it's uh, I don't say breathtaking, but it just takes you back. I'll be like, damn. Or usually if, if I've seen a, um, some stars that, you know, they come into the casino, sometimes it's more than those things where you don't even realize it until maybe after the left, you're like, man, that dude really looked like, nah. For me, that's why a lot of times I catch like, I think that was, you know, it's, it's very rare for me to actually see somebody and recognize them right away because you don't expect it. You're not expecting, you know, we had one time we had a, a Brendan Fraser walk into the Irish because I recognized him right away, but it took me a while to look at him and I remember because I'm staring at him and I'm sure he gets all the time and I'm like looking like, oh, oh, okay. I'm thinking like, where do I know this motherfucker? I'm like, oh shit, it's fucking Brendan Fraser. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. And that was funny. Well, but. what the, the weird thing is, is like when you see like 
B-list celebrities, and you like <laughs> yeah. do like a double check. Yeah, you're like, oh, what's, uh, what the hell? He is. Was that was that Dean Kane? <laughs> like, like, thought he was dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's just always like those randos that you see right, there, right. or like local celebrities, like you know people that like run magic shows and shit in here. You know, right, like, yeah. It's those weird things that you see like that. You know, it's like, one of those like I. I I, I don't know if I should be impressed. It's just kind of like, eh. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, this Beale, he's like, oh, I don't know what I should feel about this. <laughs> did, did Paulie Short just ask me if we had any specials? They, are things not going well for him? Yeah. Like, <laughs> did Paulie Short order a fucking $2 margarita? <laughs> did he just pay with a Discover card? <laughs> not, not even the platinum not one? The platinum one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, need, I need the receipt for my taxes here. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> that Encino man money ran out real quick huh <laughs> yeah you don't see Paulie anymore do you <laughs> he was actually in that movie with Brendan Fraser oh, it comes was? full circle oh, wow see how it is <laughs> comes full circle buddy full circle <laughs> <laughs> so uh, now the, the so the pool you were at uh, how long did you say you were there were you did more than one season or I just, worked there for two seasons it was two seasons yeah now that when you were totally done with the casino uh, that you know uh, casino I'm at now or no, that was a couple of years later. That was probably like four years later. It was 2017, 2018. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, that was the last one because uh, the last... Yeah, I think I, I worked through like October both those years when I, when I did that. Gotcha. So, but yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun there, man. It was, that was, that cool. was, it was a great place to be. So That's definitely a, a good experience. And uh, I know uh, we had a lot of bartenders at the casino we're at and, and uh, that would come in and stuff and they would had some stories out there and uh, I always thought that'd be kind of cool if, you know if I was younger that I would have uh, gone out there or I'm just too lazy and I don't want to actually work extra is what it was well, but they had you know like I said a lot of fun atmosphere they always talked oh, about yeah there. there's all kinds of stuff that ends up happening like, yeah. um, and so when I worked <clears throat> I worked um, a couple places on the strip first place I worked <clears throat> I had to be a bar back but mm-hmm. it was an apprentice position is what gotcha. they call yeah. it. Because to work in um, union properties as a bartender, you have to have what they known as a poor card. Basically, you have to go okay. through a, a six-month course, yeah. um, and then you pass a verbal and a written test. That way, it's, it's more or less to ensure that there's a minimum standard yeah, for it's the equivalent of like a bartending high school diploma. You okay, know what I mean? Yeah, right. But everybody goes and you get a different level of experience from it. You learn different things. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but you have to basically, you can't be a bartender even if you have all the experience in the world. I had over a decade experience. I right. worked all over the place, ran bars, right. but I still had to be basically a bitch wow. for yeah. a year while I was getting, <laughs> while I was getting my poor card. Yeah. And um, so, not only are you are you working behind the bar pouring drinks and stocking and doing all that, but like if there's something that they don't really want to do, yeah, it kind of yeah. puts it on your, in your in your lap. Yeah. So shit rolls downhill, right? Yeah. So like the unpleasant things that have to happen. So like we used to have uh, you know different celebrities that would come in, and yeah. I remember um, when I worked, uh, I was actually at MGM at the time. Yeah, uh, one of the lounges. Um, later on at night. If I was working like a, a, a late shift where I'd get off at 4 a.m. or if I'd work from 2 a.m. to 10 a.m., um, we, we'd have some people that come in, some famous people that come in because it was quieter and they could be left alone. Okay, yeah. And so it was uh, uh, Little John. 
used right. to come in and he usually kept to himself he's a pretty cool dude okay um but there was always one uh cocktail server that always took care of him he was real cool yeah well <clears throat> she had uh she had left early one night and so <clears throat> normally this isn't the case because unfortunately a lot of cocktail servers down there are really shitty and greedy and they're not willing to give up a dime right right but he was a strong tipper she wasn't yeah. feeling well she was going to get out of there she's like look just you know run him i forgot what he was drinking but yeah bring him around every once in a while to make sure he's all right right you know i wasn't interacting with him a lot because i could tell he kind of wanted to be left right. alone. yeah, yeah and, and so i brought him out a couple of rounds and did that whole thing and um she's like but you know he's cool just take care of him, and he'll, he'll take really good care of you at the end. Right. So it comes down to the to the end of, uh, you know, he's ready to close out. And he hands me, he, you know, one of those, you know, Amex cards, the, the, the black metal one. ones. Oh, yeah. the metal, yeah, the black yeah, metal, yeah. yeah. And so he hands me the card. Well, the thing is, is with a lot of these famous people, they have a lot of people like... Um, I don't want to say handlers, but they have managers that basically handle their travel schedule and yeah. all that sort of thing. Right, take care of all so that. So they go, the bartenders go, and they swipe his card, and it got declined. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> and, and you know, you know that he's probably no, got. You know, he's, yeah, probably, yeah, yeah, he's flush. He can buy you. you know I mean? <laughs> but if you have a if you have a charge, like even if you took out two hundred dollars yeah. at the MGM Grand at three thirty in the morning, that shows up as major fraud alert, especially. Right, right. If you don't live there. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, like, if he's got a house, you know, in Connecticut or wherever, yeah. it doesn't matter where, if yeah. whatever his address is tied to that card. Exactly. It, and somebody doesn't basically make the move saying, like, okay, he's going to be here in this time because it's yeah. a, that's a, a huge identity fraud right. and theft. Right. Like, it's a security. Risk. It's supposed to help him, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to help so, you out so you don't so, get ripped uh, off. You know, and I was like, oh, are you going to tell like, No, you're going you're gonna to tell him. I'm like, I'm embarrassed because yeah, I know yeah. the guys. Like, yeah. I don't want to like. Maybe, oh, oh, your cards you, you, you got any cash, you loser? You know what I mean? Like, and so <laughs> I, I go down security. and I had to go. I had to go up to him. It was a night. He'd been nice, but I was like, oh shit, you know, yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to yeah. like throw a fit about it because I'm not the guy that's gonna yeah. handle it. Yeah. And I go, I go, hey, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, you know, you, do you have, do you have maybe another form of payment or something? Your card, it, it got. It, it got declined. He said, what do you mean? I was like, your card, it got, um, it got, it got turned down. And he goes, turned down for what? <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> he used to come in. He was a nice guy, but. <laughs> Oh, uh, that's funny. Uh, that's fucking funny. That's the one story. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, <laughs> Actually, you telling that story reminded me one. We were both there, by the way, this story. So I, I'll, I'll tell you now. I think you'll remember this. So over in I'm sure everywhere, we had the, the uh, Jameson Bartender's Ball would come in. Oh, my God, yes. You remember that story? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so when I forget, it was at a Encore... Or it was it was it like um, it was it was at Encore Beach Club maybe Encore inside Beach Club. Encore right. it was one of the nicest ones 2011 yes ten years ago right ten years ago so if you don't know uh, Jameson will, th- will hold this um, uh, ball and I guess go to different cities and different areas and they'll have uh, every bartender comes in free to you know free invitation you come in and they treat us right they'll give us a show with live music with a good band they'll give us free Jameson you know everything that's pouring is Jameson you get taste testing and stuff so it was awesome and this was at Encore Beach or something. 
Beautiful night. Dude, it was great. All of us were out there. It was me, you, uh, Alicia. It was uh, Big Mike. It was, it was a bunch of us that were sitting there. Oh, right? yeah. It was everybody. So we yeah. go in there. The place is obviously, it's fucking packed. It's outside and stuff. And so we all get our drinks and stuff. And we kind of move off, you know, and, and they have all these little buildings in the, in the, in the back of that little uh, uh, pool area, beach place. And we're just kind of sitting there. We're just people watching. A lot of interesting. <laughs> and so we keep seeing this homeless guy. Kind of strolling by us. He's kind of looking around like he's lost. And he doesn't kinda, look, in, he looks so out of place there. Out of place. He's kind of muttering to himself. We're like, like, check this motherfucker out, right? He <laughs> walks by. Uh, he walks away and we think nothing of it. Okay, so we keep talking. We're fucking around. And about, what, 10 minutes later, here he comes again. Because shuffling by, right? <laughs> looking lost. And I think this is the time where you went up. You said, you know what? I'm, I'm going to go see what's he going on. He came up. I think he came up because it was, it was Pizza and, uh, and Max were there. Yes. And he's like, he came up to all of us. And he kind of saw we were just chilling there. And yeah. we were just a bunch of regular looking dudes. He's like, he's kind of sketchy. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, you mind if I hang out with you guys for a minute? Like, yeah, he goes, oh. okay, whatever. <laughs> sure, I mean, it's, man. It's not like this is our area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He came up and he handed it. like, you know, I think he had like one of those... What is it that, uh, like, one of those ponchos on or yes. something? It felt yes. like it was like one it of those tweed ponchos. Like, like, it looked yeah. like a fucking mom. Yeah. Right. But I don't even remember if he had shoes on or not. Dude, he just looked, he looked like disheveled. He looked troubled. Yes. yes. Yeah. This guy's sitting there having a drink yeah, with us. What the fuck? How did the hell did this guy get in, right? <laughs> we talked to him, and we were saying, like, man, I don't I like being in crowds like this. And I'm thinking, like, why the fuck are you here then, man? Right? <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this makes me nervous. And, and I remember you're like, man, well, just hang here with us. You're cool. He's like, oh, all right, thank you, thank you. So what's going on? I'm like, oh, nothing, man. I just, I'm just here and I'm just waiting. And we're like, okay. He's like, I'm waiting for my show. And we're like, wait for your show. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm going on soon. We're looking at each other. And then, unbeknownst to us, right above us in the building we're in, there was like an open window. So this guy looks up, he's like, hey man, what time do I go on? And there was a recording uh, part with the production part where they put on the thing. And then the people were like, oh man, you got about 15 more minutes. And we're looking at each other. This guy was the fucking singer for fucking Puddle of Mud. <laughs> it was, was Wes Scanlon. Wes Scanlon, yes. I can't forget his name. And then we're like, okay, all right, thanks. And he just stood there a few minutes, and, and then we got quiet. We're like, uh, okay. When and we then they're like, calling him up. He's like, oh, I gotta go. And he right, runs off. <laughs> yeah. Like, what the and fuck? Talking, that and was then he so runs funny. up on stage and, and starts, starts performing. Like, yeah. oh, okay. He did a great set, too. I'm like, wow, it was fucking weird. <laughs> so the whole rest of the night, it's like, yeah, that's our buddy up there playing on, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. We got it into work, and they say, like, yeah, so last night we're hanging out with our buddy from Puddle of Mud. Hope you don't, I don't know if you know him and stuff. Yeah, he went up and sung us a few songs and stuff. So, yeah, and some younger people are like, Who? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who the hell is that? Yeah, well, once upon a time, Puddle of Mud was a big deal. So, yeah, it's like we may as well been like, We were listening to the monkeys last night, <laughs> we're talking to David Jones. <laughs> well, that night was funny, man. That was uh, uh, good times, man. <laughs> Me and Mike will bring him up. Every once in a while. Every once in a while, he'll text me like, I what was that, that guy again? I told that story probably like two weeks ago. I think oh, isn't that funny? Yeah. yeah. It was funny. And so you run into that in Vegas sometimes. But, and, and, and according to, off of that too, again, that Jameson, that, that party was awesome. That night was good They too. definitely, they definitely uh, scaled it back in yeah. the recent years. Oh, I went okay. to one a couple of years ago. It was fine, but it, it was insane. nothing like that. The one that we went to was very nice. Everybody oh, was, yeah. the black tie event. Yeah. They had, they had people hand rolling cigars. Oh, I mean, it yeah. Was it, was, it was good. But yeah, they don't, uh, they don't, they don't go a lot like uh, that. That's too bad. So, That's yeah. all right. Hey, we always have 2011 for those. Yeah. yeah we always got that going. <laughs> I'll never let go. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you don't, buddy. I hope <laughs> so now the place you're at now, Josh, um, everything's going good and everything, business has been fine and stuff. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you give your ups and downs. Uh, it's been a little slower as of late, but everybody I've talked to kind of said it's kind of slowed down. We're kind of right. getting into. Yeah. There's certain areas Holiday of the year season. that you get into you get into the doldrums and stuff right. of, of certain parts of the year, especially comes coming up on the holidays. Right, you know, it, it becomes. But it's funny yeah. because it'll slow down a lot of times. You know, around Thanksgiving up to about the week leading into the Christmas. Yeah, and the week of Christmas going into it New Year's, it gets busy because people are are. They have been spending money, yeah. and so they've been loose with their money for like three weeks, right. buying people shit and spending it. And then, you know, it's like that whole thing was like, oh, I had to spend $300 on this person. What's another? Yeah, yeah, yeah. More? Exactly. And, then, and then when they're finally done with that, they want to do something for themselves, so they come out to yeah. the bar. And there you go. Yeah, drinks, you're right. They're gambling, they're hanging out, you know? That's funny, yeah. It, now, it's, uh, now, I know you said it slows down here. Now, for the casino, like, if you remember... The day before Thanksgiving for us is that they call it pie day. Get pies. We get hammered here. I don't know if you guys see any oh, overflow no, yeah, from that. Oh, yeah, definitely. Okay, definitely. Wednesday yeah. before uh, Thanksgiving is big here. It used to be huge back back home in St. Louis. Okay, even too. It's also well, because, a kickoff for the holidays too. Well, and because it's it, mo- more people have it off. Yes, too. It's different because we're in a twenty four hour town. Right. It's it's difficult to get more than five friends together because nobody has the same days off. Yeah, yeah. And everybody works at a twenty four hour place yep. to where one's graveyard, know, one's days, one swing. It's yeah, hard to get everything yeah, it's going. Hard to, it's hard to it's hard to yeah. do that. There's no you know getting off there so if there's a big event it's tough for everyone to do but back home it's not like that and a lot of people have that time off and there's more people that have grown up there and never left yeah so there's generations of families so a lot of kids come home from college or a lot of people come into town to see family yeah so it's Really, it's like New Year's there. Oh, okay, it's, oh, it's, it gets, it's, it's, it's it's busy here, but it's insane back oh, there. Oh, okay, yeah, absolutely. gotcha. Yeah, definitely. Well, and, and like I said, it's also the kickoff, and not it's a big long weekend, but it's also the kickoff to Thanksgiving, Christmas. It's all kind of lumped into one, so I can Kwanzaa, imagine. Yeah, you know, Kwanzaa, Kwanzaa, um, Hanukkah. I mean, we're kind of joking, but it is all included, though. Yeah, it is. It, it's all it in is. there, and then, and then getting finishing off with, with New Year's and stuff. Now it's funny, so. You're talking about back home in St. Louis. Now, you ever thought about if you had stayed there? Or, I mean, are you, are you glad you're here now? I know oh, you said absolutely. you kind of... I'll tell you, I'll tell you this much. If I ever went back to St. Louis, just no shit is not working out for me. Okay. Right, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't you, go back. You need help. Right. Yeah. No mountains. Like, you right. know, like, it's a landlocked, boring thing. Like, mm. I guarantee you the same people are sitting on the same bar stool of the bar down the street from where I used to live telling the same <laughs> bullshit yeah, stories. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, they, exactly. You know, they vaguely, like, heard that I was out here. They're like, oh, do you yeah. live out in Arizona? Like, yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's got, yeah, yeah, in Arizona. <laughs> same thing. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. So... When you said you moved out here, you initially you were just for a few years. You said you didn't, you didn't really plan to stay here, stay here. Or? I mean, I didn't, I didn't really know. But okay. it's one of those things where you don't really. Most people that aren't from here don't see themselves setting up roots here. But yeah. like, it's different, you know. My kids go to like a nice little school. Yeah, like, you know. Yeah. And so there's a lot of like family stuff to do. All yeah. the people that I know do family shit. Right. You know what I mean? We're all like, families, you're right? Yeah, we're like we're all like everybody I hang out with. They're you know yeah. married family people. Right. You know what I mean? It's funny that that uh, people who don't know Vegas or don't you know kind of hear they they don't realize even still to this day that there is whole family stuff out here that you could raise a family. It's not. We always get that moniker Sin City, but I go, that's just a strip, man. That's just like a, a, an advertisement for the, you know, there's, we have. Well, 
yeah, churches and, 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 and schools for young kids. And, you know, you can go years without even stepping in a casino if you choose to. And, yeah. and, and you can do that. This is the most corporate city in the world. Like you, if you, That whole, like, bullshit, like, oh, what happens here stays here. No. Oh, no, gosh. it does not. Just, like... You land here on the strip. Yeah. It's like being in a fucking airport the whole yeah, time. Yeah. You leave the airport and you go to another airport <laughs> because it's somewhere that's really, really, really fucking yeah. busy. Yeah. There's people everywhere. Uh-huh. Somebody's pointing you, go over there, sir. <laughs> no, this line is for this. This line is for that. And then you got to move in yeah. and everything's fucking expensive. It's different. It's like yeah. getting off a plane and going to another fucking airport. Yeah. It's crazy. Like, we, were down right. there, we were down there a month ago for our 10-year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Congratulations, guys. Uh, thank you. Um, I, she's really lucky. You know, I just yeah, I, always, I, always I always say that you are a one so lucky woman. Yeah, exactly. I know. And I'm jealous of her. I, tell I know. Her. Yeah, exactly. I know. I think about it all the time. I, I'm going to have his but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but we're down there and I'm like, it had been probably a decade since I was down on the Las Vegas strip with a night yes. off on yeah. the weekend. It was a Friday night. Oh, and wow. I'm like, this is a fucking nightmare <laughs> and people like pay out the ass for this like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm good you know right, I don't, yeah, exactly. don't discourage tourism because they're no, still no. going to come trust right. me well but, you know it's just because we live here and stuff you know I, I would imagine like I would say people who, who live around Disneyland don't go to Disneyland on time and they probably want to stay away from that place it's the same thing I've here, never man. been up in the arch yeah you never been I up grew up in St. Louis I've never been up in the arch why okay. would you it's right, right yeah. there it's right the there same it's thing with any but most of the people that I know honestly that grew up here yeah. they got into less trouble and nonsense when they were growing up than we did. Yeah. Because the whole thing is, is that here there's so many other things to do. Right. That don't, you know, they're not going to get you in trouble. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got like, you know, people take ATVs on the desert. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, whereas we're growing up, they're telling you not to do everything and there's nothing to do. So yeah. you just chug beers and smash mailboxes. <laughs> it's like, you want to get your kids into trouble, tell them a bunch of shit not to do. Yeah, right. Exactly. Let them go. You, you raise them like chickens, free range. It's all right. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> you, keep putting them in, you keep putting them in the chicken coop and they want to get out. You let them out, they're like, eh, I'm going to stay in this coop. There's right, where yeah, all the shade yeah, is. Right, exactly. you know what I mean? They've yeah. experienced all that. Yeah. And I noticed that, yeah. And, and so when I moved here, I mentioned, it was like in the early 80s and stuff. So when I went through the whole... um um seeing my parents gamble and doing that stuff and and my older brother going out drinking so when i finally got to it i was just kind of like yeah okay you know gambling yeah so i never kind of for me my sign over is different i never took to it because i've already seen it like yeah i've seen that you know it it is not a big thing um going in that somebody would move in here no i don't know if you went to this because you moved in here and you're older when you get in you kind of go on a little bit of a gambling spurge because it's brand new i didn't do it till like after i'd been here for like a year Oh, interesting. Until, okay. Until I got it. Right. And then I realized how great it was. Yeah. And I'd get go. that oxytocin release, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Just get going, man. Your eyes start rolling <laughs> the back of your head. Like, oh. Yeah, dude, yeah. It's one of those things, man. Get yeah. your dick hard, you know what I mean? If you don't have the prospect of, of bleak financial ruin, I mean, that's what makes it exciting. <laughs> I guess that's what you You know what I mean? Well, and I guess you gotta... Sort I of- hope this chute opens, you know? <laughs> I packed it with my feet. As you see other people hitting the ground, poof, around you, poof. Another one, poof, oh, he lost this. I'll be different. It won't happen to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what I'm doing. Yeah, exactly. Wearing my sunglasses, bluffing yeah, yeah. the oh, video yeah. poker machine. <laughs> Rub it. So they say if you hit this button three times and you tap it on the side, like, yeah, you're a good luck, buddy. Yeah. That's what a shaman told me. <laughs> the Vegas shaman. I, li- I like how you mentioned the whole, uh, what, what, you know, happens in Vegas stays in Vegas because I know us living here we always roll our eyes about that and no and it was don't get me wrong it was a great 
slogan for getting people because people love the shit out of that. And it was great. But after a while, when we've heard it five billion times from everybody, we're kind of like, oh, yeah, great. And then every time somebody mentions that, we know what usually the type of person is. Like, oh, this person's going to get pissed drunk and fucking fall off the fucking stool, basically. That's all I run into whenever time I hear that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Especially, you know, when, when they would say it at the casino out here in the suburbs. Like, yeah. What do you mean it's closing down? This is Vegas. It's yeah. Like, no, you're in Henderson. You're in Henderson, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> no, I used no, to love saying that too. No, everything doesn't stay open. Like three no. things stay open. Like, right. You go, yeah. But it has everything you need. Yeah. But it's just on. not right. Exactly. Yeah. You, you got right. food at this place. You got drinks here. You got gambling. What more do you one, want? You, you exactly. got everything you need. It's okay. <laughs> just, you just have to be the one small bar to try. It's just not going to be open anymore, man. Yeah, right. Exactly. Right. That one that's forty-five feet that way. It's yeah, open. That way. Like, oh man, I got to walk over there. Literally, like, oh, I have to walk over there. It's like, yeah, dude. <laughs> How long were you planning on staying here? What's with the tent and the <laughs> <Is> sleeping bag, <laughs> man? Are you planning roots? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, but I know that. Uh, it, that slogan myself, it, it, I'm kind of glad it, it's, it's. I don't know what it is now, but I'm kind of glad it's gone away because that one for a while stuck and that one kind of made us like, oh my God, dude, if they hear this again, yeah. You always knew that type of crowd coming in with that. So. I, I think it's now uh, Vegas, now accepting Bitcoin. So they, <laughs> oh, they've got everything, yeah. It's a whole new slogan. I thought you were going to go Vegas, now accepting bitches. <laughs> 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 that would be a good slogan. You never forget that one. Oh, that's true. You're right. <laughs> All right, Josh. Wait, so um, would is there anything you got looking forward to? Anything coming up? Or I mean, you you're good with uh, red? Or well, what, what's you know what? The honestly, future for you, buddy? my my uh, big thing coming up is uh, we've got uh, we've got the Thanksgiving coming up next week, and that's yeah. definitely my favorite holiday. I love yeah, I love cooking, eating, yeah. drinking, and you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to buy. You don't yeah, have to buy anybody's shit. shit. You know what I mean? So I think. That, I think that Thanksgiving. The older I get, the more I appreciate the Thanksgiving thing. Uh, the, the cooking and the eating and just the, the, the family time that you get and stuff. And because I know being younger, I'm kind of like, eh, Thanksgiving's a throwaway holiday. But then I think for me, like, and I, I think for my friends, the older you get, kind of like, no, man, Thanksgiving is really awesome. Yeah, it way. is. Yeah. And, and you know, here in town, it's it's different too because you know, like we we obviously have family here, but yeah. you know, you know how it is, like you know, everybody works together. That becomes like your extended family too. Right, people I've known for decades. Yeah, you know, you're at right. At this point. And, uh, you know, you you know them. You know their kids. You've watched each other's kids grow up. Yep. It's crazy. So this, uh, the Wednesday before, I'm actually off. So I'm going to I'm gonna cook up a storm. We're nice. We're going to people over here. We got the bar and everything. There you go. And uh, so I, I love doing that. I love hosting and having all that. So that's a, that's a good time. I've got two big smokers outside. So yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a bunch of barbecue and all kinds that, of stuff. That's just change sweet. it up. That way you're not yeah. just eating like chicken. And right. Fucking and if you love to cook, stuffing. it's a perfect holiday too. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it'll be a good time. And uh, we got family coming in. So it's, oh, it's going to awesome, be fun. Man. Yeah. It'll be awesome. a good time. So. And that's, uh, I like uh, putting this out there, you know, and it just shows that in Vegas, again, we do have families. We do have lives out here. It's not all casino stuff. You know, it, it's, it's, it, like Josh said, you know, it's been a long time since you've been to casino. We don't always go to casinos and stuff. It's just normal, normal people. And sometimes I don't think people think of like, uh, I think it's Vegas. Them and they think yeah. like, well, what casino do you live in? Like, oh, nothing. I live yeah, in a casino. It's nothing like that. Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, tonight we're gonna we're gonna make dinner. Kids are gonna read and go. Uh, you know, 
yeah. to brush your teeth and go to bed at 8.30. Awesome. You know what I mean? There you you might yeah. watch like Number some one. wholsome family movie. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> while, they're, while they're awake. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Then sorority sluts five after they go to sleep. You know? <laughs> oh, you're still on five? I'm on seven, buddy. <laughs> well, don't tell me the no, ending. Said, no, I won't tell you the ending. If I skip right to seven, am I going to miss the storyline? <laughs> no, yeah, like, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. You, there's a different storyline, every one of them. Oh, You'll okay. be surprised, yeah. Well, that's why I watch it, The compelling dialogue. Yeah. The acting is just quality stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I think Gary Oldman comes on the seventh yeah, episode. Actually, yeah, actually, the reason why I got into bartending is because from watching those movies, yeah. I realized I didn't have a big enough penis to be a plumber. So <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize those guys, every time I see a plumber, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> hey, buddy, you must be yeah, packing. That's right. You're using that snake on the drain. That's just because you don't want to use just, your snake. I got gotcha. you. All right, okay. That, that and pizza, man. You got to be yeah. hung, well hung. To be, yeah, I, yeah, I didn't that. realize I was going to deliver pizzas, you know. So like, well, damn, I don't know what I can deliver. <laughs> Chinese food, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, <laughs> on that. That's uh, right. Okay. Oh, awesome. Brother, th- thank you very much, man. Uh, hey, everybody, thanks for this having has me. been Josh. Thank you, man. Hey, um, again, appreciate you, brother, man. Love you, man. Uh, Love you you too, are brother. a big. Um, um, a lot of stuff, like I've said, that you, you, you've told me um, has, has really resonated with me, brother. And, and I always have fun when you come around, dude. You're always a, bit, a blast. As you guys can hear, man, this dude is fucking awesome and stuff. Um, Josh, is there anything would you like to uh, plug or, 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 or add in or something, man? Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Uh, okay. But I, I appreciate you having me on, man. I appreciate uh, you coming on, brother. So uh, good luck with all this. And then uh, I'll be listening. All right, brother. Thank you. Hey, guys. Thank you. That was another episode. Tell some Vegas. Hey, if you want to follow the show, I'm at Twitter and Instagram at TFV underscore podcast. Again, it's at TFV underscore podcast. I'm also, if you want to contact me, you can reach me at Tales from Vegas podcast, all one word at yahoo.com. All right, guys. Thank you again. I'm going to see you hopefully next week. Thank you, guys. Bye.